When you're driving and you get a low fuel notification, what do you typically do? Do you start screaming at your fuel gauge for telling you that you're running low? Do you look away and say, I don't have time for this right now? Or do you roll your eyes because yes, it throws you off track for a minute because now you have to find a gas station. But either way, you're going to go gas up anyways because you know that's all it's going to take to fix it. Hey, you're listening to the Love Lasting Podcast. My name's Jen, and I can't wait for us to talk about all the things, from a new recipe I tried for supper last night to how I unknowingly let the world dictate my life. I hope you hit that subscribe button to join me every week, and be sure to check out the show notes for a special link to my free private Facebook group where we can continue each conversation. But for now, let's dive right into today's episode because you're here for a reason and I'm determined to deliver whatever message your heart came for. Let's go. Hello and welcome. I don't know if you're a parent and you're listening to this, but if you are, I'm sure you can relate. You know, when your kids are young and you have somewhere to be by a specific time. So instead of planning to leave at the time a person normally would, you aim to be ready an hour before that time because you already know that someone is going to have to find one of their shoes. Someone is going to have to do a potty break because they didn't listen when you told them to do it half an hour before. And then finally, when you get everyone in the car and you're ready to let out that sigh of relief because you're actually going to make it on time, you start the car and low fuel. For those of you listening who don't have kids and are always annoyed at your mom friends for showing up late to everything, this is why. We literally try our best and this is our best. Anyways, I digress. But isn't it interesting how when our gas gauge tells us we're low on gas, we don't even blink. Yes, it's annoying. Yes, it feels like sometimes gas costs more than our actual car. And yes, it throws our entire schedule off track sometimes. But we still, no matter how annoying and inconvenient it is, drive to the gas station and get gas. Why? Because we know our car will not run if it does not have gas. When a light on our car goes on, letting us know something needs our attention, we don't start trying to find something to blame. We just see it for what it is, an indication that something isn't working properly. What if we started looking at our emotions like they were our body's gauge? What if Instead of trying to always look for something to blame when we feel angry or frustrated, we just take it as an indication that something in our lives needs to be adjusted or calibrated. We feel off because something is off. Instead of using our energy trying to find something to blame, we should really be using our energy to find a solution because we can either feed the problem or feed the solution. If I'm being honest, this is a constant battle for me, and I find myself searching for things to validate my emotions when I'm upset about something, when I feel the need to find an explanation or provide an explanation. 
the reason we're feeling upset in that moment doesn't matter because pointing it out won't make it better. When you're sitting in the peak of your anger or frustration, it doesn't make sense to give any more of your energy to what you think caused this anger in the first place. You won't find clarity. All you'll do is give it more of your energy and nurture the feeling and thus intensifying it. Put simply, you're egging yourself on. Then what happens? The small disagreement you had with the loved one turns into a full-blown fight. Or the task you're having trouble completing still doesn't get completed. Instead, you've frustrated yourself so much more that now you just want to completely give up. You've further convinced yourself that you can't do it. Nothing gets resolved. If anything, it just gets worse. When we're angry or frustrated, our body is in a protective state, and a lot of times we can be very unreasonable. We think determining and pointing fingers at the root of the cause validates the reason we're angry. But are we looking for validation or are we looking for a solution? When we're angry, it's our body telling us that something in our lives is unaligned and there's an energy that needs to move. The key word is move, not directed, because most of the time we try to direct all that energy to what we believe created it, but all that does is give it more power. So why not take that energy and instead make yourself more powerful? Use it in a way that creates, not destroys. That is what the term adding fuel to your fire really means. It doesn't happen when someone doubts you and you're trying to prove them wrong. It happens when you take that energy or that fuel and you take it from a place that it's doing damage and use it somewhere else where it can create magic. It's finding the lesson in the experience and using it to grow. Our emotions are just signs and at a surface level, they're just there to tell us something, but we'll never know what they're trying to tell us if we're too focused being mad at the fact that they're there, that they exist. Stop giving your energy and attention to things that don't need to exist because when you stop acknowledging them, they won't. Sadness is a little different than anger, however, because it's a different type of energy. With anger, comes a desire to change, but with sadness comes a lesson of acceptance. When you're angry, you create with a fire and desire for something to change. You have the power to both create what you want and destroy anything in your way. But when you're sad, you feel lost because sadness and grief appear when you have all this love to give, but something is preventing you from putting it where you want it to go. So that energy finds places to hide because it feels vulnerable, abandoned, and scared. And in turn, you also feel vulnerable, abandoned, and scared. Sadness is love with nowhere to go, and that's why it hides. Forcing you to create from a place of acceptance and emptiness until your creations start becoming the places where your love can go to feel safe. 
creating things like new hobbies, friendships, adventures, projects. When you are using energy from anger to create, you have a very active, powerful energy. But when you are creating from sadness, it can happen a lot slower because you are trying to create from a dormant, hiding energy. So you first have to find it, then inspire it to move. It may be a little more challenging, but those are the creations that come from a love that's so honest and so pure and so strong that any creation that comes from that is undeniably beautiful. So the next time it feels like you can physically feel your heart breaking, remember that it's just your love looking for a place to go. And the best thing that you can do is find one. What I shared in today's episode was such a powerful realization for me, and I would love to hear any takeaways you had in the Love Lasting Insiders group. And if there was anything that really resonated with you, please leave me a review to make it easier for other people to find my show. Thanks for listening. I can't wait for our next conversation. I love you to the moon and back. All of you.